Welcome back to the podcast, the ones and zeros of all things metal. I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. Today we have uh, a new band for me and then one that I've been following for a couple of years. Uh, Desolate is the newer one for me. And then I think J- Jeff introduced me to that one. And then Infected Rain just released a new album, which I'm excited for. And I'm and I'm kind of the opposite because yeah. I, I've been listening to Desolate for eh, maybe like a a month or two since the since that EP came out, so that one's I'm kind of used to that one. And then uh, Infected Rain is a new band for me. It's kind of we're kind of the opposite in that regard. So uh, Desolate, their new EP that came out in 2021 is uh, the Fate of Destruction is the Joy of Rebirth, and Infected Rain is uh, I I read it as Ecdysis. Is that it's close. Or, how do you say it? Oh shoot! No, I had hit the whole ecdesis? like yeah. It's probably smooth. It's probably smoother than the way I said it. Yeah, ecstasis. It's the ecdesis. it's actually the okay. process of shedding old skin, which ah yeah okay yeah I like that yeah it's cool. All right, so starting off with desolate. Yes, out of New York, and. Yes. I want to read something out of their bio real quick because I found it very interesting on how they talk about so their their music is inspired by both Japanese subcultures of anime and manga and personal episodes of love, loss, death, and tragedy uh They've created like their own niche uh, in the past decade and blur the lines between belligerent beatdown, chaotic metalcore, eccentric J-rock, melancholic lo-fi, and everything in between. And I would say that that is very true. I, I, (laughs) it, there was a lot going on and it's like they threw everything in and the kitchen sink too. Like it's just, <laughs> it, uh, not, that's not saying it's bad at all. I, I enjoyed the album all around, but it was just the first time I heard it, I was just like, okay, all right. Like, okay, you need to stop for a second. I need to figure this out, which I guess yeah. they, they kind of do. What do I make of this? They throw in that, like, uh, there, there's just one song. That's just, just the low fault, uh, low fault, the lo-fi. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in- instrumentality. Yeah. So I guess yeah. that's the little breather that they give you from everything else. But overall, I, I found it fun and entertaining. What about you? Yeah. Me, yeah, me too. Um, I, I have been kind of getting into lo-fi lately mm-hmm. i don't listen to it a lot but occasionally i'll turn a song on or two and i really like when this is in- incorporated into metal and I-, I have to agree with all the genres that they uh posted in their bio there because like yeah. i i just realized i didn't i didn't look at the bio for this one and um <clears throat> when i was making my notes 
Um, I definitely put lo-fi in there. Uh, and then um, belligerent beatdown, I put like slam. There was like some slam influences. So I think yeah. that's kind of the similar thing. Uh, same thing. And uh, I, 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 I think what really grabbed my attention from, for, 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 from this sound is just how they can go from being so, you know, chaotic, like they said, chaotic metalcore, mm-hmm. cra- crazy, weird parts. And then all of a sudden they have those like that, like tape, you know, if you slow a tape down, it's like, and then it mm-hmm. goes right into like a synthy uh, lo-fi kind of section for like 10, 15 seconds. And then they go back into some, some like, you know, like metalcore or post hardcore type of thing. And I, I just, I just love that. You know, this, this, the, the kitchen sink, uh, uh, tasted good this week. <laughs> yeah. Right. It, uh, it was definitely, oh man, it was, I don't know. It was very, it was very interesting because even in the, uh, but like, Missing number one seven seven zero one three. Uh like they start off with like the Pokemon I think it's the Pokemon fight when you come across the wild Pokemon. The yeah. the battle start. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really cool. But then also there's a couple parts in like the beginning where uh the female I called it female back vocals, but it was just kind of like a sound snippet that they did, like a little talking bit. Reminded me of, I, I think I might have shown DK Zero. Do you remember me talking about them at all? They're DK like an, Zero. yeah, they're like an industrial metal band. So they have mm. a lot of techno y influences. And no, yeah, I don't recall that. Okay. So they have a lot of technical techno influences, but then the the female singer kind of sounds like has that like high pitch poppy voice uh, every now and then, and that's it. Almost sounded exactly like that, so I, it made me stop and I was like, "Wait, are they on this album?" And I I don't think they are, but that would have been cool. Yeah, it was it was kind of like a it almost it almost sounded at times like. A, like a horror movie uh, soundtrack or something, because mm-hmm. I think it, I think like you said, and it, I, th- I think it was, miss, was it missing? No. And then instrumentality or maybe it's destruction. I don't know. It was definitely the beginning, but like she would uh, have these like kind of just almost like horror, horror movie screams kind of just layered into the background. Yeah. It kind of sounded yeah. like maybe in like an argument or something Um, in instrumentality, they were kind of going back and forth that like telephone, voice talking kind of thing in the back. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of added another interesting layer of vocals that wasn't really like rhythmic or anything. It was just kind of adding to the, to the atmosphere of the, of the, the sound they were, uh, going after. Yeah. The, and that could just be the, that manga influence that they're talking about. Cause for missing, no, I, one of the the websites that I look up for lyrics and stuff talked 
there's a thing on the bottom that talks about what the song might be about. And this one said that the lyrics for Missing No Detail, The Life of Saki Yoshida, something like that. The main protagonist of an infamous uh, uh, manga, Metamorphosis. Uh, The song details her descent from attempting to become popular and falling into drug addiction, abusive relationships, prostitution, homelessness, accumulating her her suicide via heroin overdose. I would say that whole feeling that you get with the those little sound bits, I think fit the whole kind of descent into mental, like her mental breakdown and going into like drug addiction and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that was, I think they did a really good job at capturing that. Yeah. Um, and they all, they also mimic that in the album art too. They have those like, mm-hmm. uh, Japanese, uh, symbols on the, uh, on the side there. Um, it just, yep. and it just, I, for me, I, it just creates like a cool aesthetic. I don't know if it's, I mean, maybe that's the, uh, the name of the, al- the EP in, uh, those it, symbols. I'm assuming. I don't know. I, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just like that. The aesthetic that that creates. Yeah. It's, oh, it's really cool. One other cool thing about missing. No, that was one of my favorites. I, I really like missing. No, but the, there was a lyric that they say, this is not, and they, it's it's a Japanese word, so it's I'm gonna mispronounce it horribly, but you uh Osumi, I think, is my is my best guess. And when I Google I saw that that was their last uh yeah, that was their last uh album title was Yosumi Volume One. And so I was like, that has to mean something. So I Googled it real quick. And I guess the translation means good night, which I thought was, it was interesting that they, one named like their old title, their old album was good night translated, but, uh, putting that in there, it kind of had like a double meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I tried looking up the lyrics for this one. I, I didn't get very far finding anything. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Missing Note was also one of my favorites. Um, I think that was the, that was, that was the first one that kind of really grabbed my attention. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think on repeated listens, uh, cause like Missing No and Instrumentality were my favorites. Okay. And then I went after, you know, going back, I must, I must have had like selective hearing through this each time that I listened to this EP. Cause like, seems like when I sat down and just paid attention on headphones, I like destruction ended up being a favorite too. Uh, And I was just noticing just little noises and sound effects that I was like, how how did I miss this? Like, it's like, (laughs) right. It's not like, in the background, like it's hidden, you know, like little guitar parts on the, yeah, just, you know, on the left and the right. And I was like, 
how did I miss this each time? It was just, I don't know. It was just like kind of shocking. It was just so well me. constructed that it didn't, it just felt natural. So yeah. you're like, you didn't have to make an excuse for hearing it. It's like your body just accepted it. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't like as, as, as jarring as the album can be or not, not jarring, but like, you know, as like, it just goes from like one section to it's the just next aggressive. One. Yeah. Yeah. Aggressive. <laughs> it, it, it didn't feel like it was out of place at all. Mm-hmm. All these little sections. So, um, yeah, they did a good job at, uh, fooling me and blending that in. Yeah. I like destruction too. I really love the lyric 33 vert, uh, 33 vertebrae yet. No sign of a backbone. I was like, Oh, oh that's awesome. That's, <laughs> that's, that's so awesome. good. That's People are too clever. That yeah. Yep. I then, I also enjoyed Hedgehog's Dilemma. I'm a little sad that it wasn't about Sonic, or maybe it was, and they did a really good <laughs> job at like hiding it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because I I poured over the lyrics and I was like, this doesn't make this this isn't about Sonic. Well, so, I'm sure I'm sure there's some kind of there's some other yeah, anime hidden, hidden manga. in there. Yeah, maybe. there's something that I'm missing that you have to be a deep fan to understand. Yeah, because like even missing no, you know that my my first thought would have been that it was about some kind of Pokemon reference, but no, they because they even have the Pokemon sound in there yep, at the beginning, yeah. uh, but no, apparently it was not. It, but um, yeah, <laughs> um, but at uh in Hedgehog's Dilemma at three minutes and 24 seconds. There is a pristine blah. I oh, yeah. quite enjoyed it. That is in my notes as yeah. well. That did not, <laughs> that did not go unnoticed <laughs> by me. Um, I like the drum fill right before it too. 319. Uh, I think if I, it's like, like it kind of just goes by itself. Um, 319. Yeah. 319. Everything goes away and it's just the drums. Yeah, just the din, 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 din. It's kind of, it's a little jazzy. It's like a little, yeah. little poppy. Just. It's got a little, yeah, it's got a little groove to it. Yeah, that's nice. Um, There was another block that I really liked. It was in Destruction at 254. I remember hearing that and I just. I could never find it again just by like click <laughs> clicking through. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to listen through it all the way again. I'm sure Jeff will yeah. catch it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, I think it was similar to hedgehogs. Ooh, at, uh, at two 30, there's, I think one of those blasts that you're talking about. It's just, it, Oh, it, like, it's just like, yeah, and there, it's there's a couple of them. It's like, and like it just like vibrates. Mm-hmm. So vibrated good. your microphone. That was me slapping. I talk with my <laughs> hands. I just <laughs> slap everything. Um, I, the uh, slam parts that I was like, if you go to missing no. 133. Yeah. Or 131, maybe. Like real, 
high gain guitars. Yeah. Um, and just letting it hum, you know, both palm mutes, just letting it ring out. Mm-hmm. I just, I, not that I, I don't listen to slam a lot I, I, here and there, but that, that those parts of it really, I really enjoy because of how, just that timbre of, of those mm-hmm. like palm mutes that get held out. You know, it's not just like straight chugging. It's just like, like you said, they mm-hmm. let the notes vibrate. Yeah. Well, um, what's nice is at that part, even just, just after that, they go into a lo-fi section and then they break up the lo-fi with just like chaotic screaming. And it's, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm going to let you get comfortable. Nah. Okay. Maybe You're not too comfy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, wake up. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I would say that like my favorites were the first three. Okay. Um, I liked my other one. I, I liked rebirth, but I don't remember. I mean, I don't have it as like a favorite, but I, I think it almost was. Yeah. Um, this one kind of had more of like a, melodic sound yeah and i was getting vibes of there's there's a band called danger kids okay yeah danger kids if i were to send you a song it sounded a bit like lincoln park at times Mm -hmm. um like older lincoln park with the rap kind of but what I like, you know, so it was kind of, it, it sounded like to me, like a mixture of like old Lincoln park and then like danger kids. Um, okay. which, which made it really kind of like somewhat nostalgic for me. Cause like danger kids, um, the album that I really like came out in like 2013. And so it kind of just brought me back sometimes to that, um, uh, to that time period. So, but I think Rebirth is definitely their more like melodic side of what they write. Because mm-hmm. um, they kind of have a little bit of, they don't really have, they don't have any singing throughout the whole EP, but then in this one, it's kind of like sp- sprinkled in a little bit. Yeah. In with, certain sections. That's what, if I'm not mistaken, that was the one with like the rap part. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, there was some rappy parts, and then they they uh, destruction had a little bit of kind of like a that like popular rap that's kind of going around right now. Da 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 da. You know, you can kind of recognize that rhythm that seems to be everywhere, but okay. nowadays. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. And then I, I need you is just kind of like a, you know, filler. It's good filler. Yeah. 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 I've, I enjoyed. I, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to, I was just going to add a quick note that instrumentality, it was just, a, it was just a great interlude right in the middle, pretty chill. And it just had a great melody to it. It wasn't just like straight lo-fi beats. It was like actual, you know, they put thought into a, into a melody for their instrumental track. Yeah, that like I wanna I wanna like it. Like I wanna like lo-fi, just not not just that song, like just the the genre. 
but I I can't get into it. It's too, it too slow. I think I think that's what it is. I need. I don't mind slow every now and then, but it's like I. Maybe it's because my brain works at a million miles an hour that I need something that's that can keep up with it or else I just get I get bored or I just stop. I stop listening to it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it loses my maybe it's the ADD or something. <laughs> it just I just lose interest in it. But. Yeah, I think I think we can tell uh, which ones were the singles based on the plays. Oh yeah. Cause they are very wildly, uh, all over the place. Yeah. But I mean, like, I, I guess it's understandable that the lowest two are the instrumental, you know, mm-hmm. kind of filler ones. Uh, I, I would, I mean, I would consider like, I need you kind of a filler instrumentality to me. Like I, I I'll turn that one on just by itself sometimes because yeah. I love it so much. But, uh, yeah, like missing no and, uh, Hedgehog's Dilemma are in the uh, hundred thousands of plays, Missing No being number one, which I I think uh, it's well-deserved. Yeah. But, that's uh, a good one. Yeah. That's for sure. So, I, that's about all I have to say on it. I, yeah. I enjoyed the album. Well-written. Even even though it has the lo-fi and I, I have trouble <laughs> staying awake for it, but I was there. I did it. <laughs> so it's like yeah it's like when you're driving you're listening to metal drives it you makes you go fast and then and then slows you down and then speed up <laughs> slow down speed up slow down. <laughs> right yeah no this i was funny because i was driving with my sister today and we were listening to this and instrumentality came on and i was like i had to skip it because i was like i want to fall asleep <laughs> i can't <laughs> trying to take yeah. notes that's she's acceptable. driving and then I was like, I need to, <laughs> I need to skip it. I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> and maybe, maybe that's what they're trying to do. Like they're trying to get you comfortable and I don't know. I guess I just, I don't understand the point of lo-fi. It's supposed to relax you. Like, uh, uh, supposed to, it, like the the there's like a popular YouTube channel called uh, I think it's Chilled Cow, okay, and it's a twenty four hour a twenty four seven, uh, lo-fi channel that's been streaming for, as of right now, two years straight. Oh, wow. Um, but bef- prior to that, there was you know some kind of you know copyright something like you know, but 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 before that, it'd been streaming for even longer. I think a couple years longer than that. Oh wow. So it's, it's just like a 24 seven thing. It's really popular. And, and, uh, it's, it's, it's the title is lo-fi beats to chill and study to. So it's kind of just meant to like fill in the background and just kind of be like peaceful, um, like low background noise that can help you concentrate on things. So sometimes if I want to listen to something, but it's, but I don't want just my ears barraged by noise, I'll, I'll throw on some like you know, lo-fi. So it's, it's kind of just got like a old vintage you know, kind of crackly vinyl record sound to it. That just kind of is, hits the spot every once in a while. Okay. I got, this is what's weird. Cause I listen, I just listen, I listen to metal to calm. Like if I'm like stressed out metal. If I'm 
need to relax metal. If I need, you know, it's just, that's what I pump into my veins 24 seven. Uh, now if I need to study, like if I need to sit down and if I'm trying to read, but there's like too many people talking and stuff going around, I'll throw on classical music cause that doesn't have any words. And you know mm-hmm. me, I, I like listening to the weird words and the lyrics. So I'll throw on classical and maybe that's my, is that my lo-fi? I don't know. Cause I just, cause it's not even classical isn't well, even always that slow, but it's, there's just no words to it. Yeah. Well, lo-fi doesn't really have lyrics yet either. Yeah. I just, it's pretty much all instrumental. I can't, I, I guess I just don't understand it or I just haven't given it enough of a chance. Yeah. And it's all right. <laughs> you don't have to like it. <laughs> I'm just trying to understand it. Cause like classical music makes sense to me and I'll listen to classical music, but if it's supposed to relax you, I mean, that's what I got metal for, you know? <laughs> yeah. Relax. You know, metal relaxes me too. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know people. So I guess people are just wired differently. That's for sure. Got a green and blue wire. Some people got a red and a yellow wire. Yeah. You know, mine's just a ball of wires, ball of clump of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> electricity. Uh, I, and I'm not saying any of this to take away from what desolate did. It's, it's really well thought out and it's very well produced and I like it. I just, I don't understand it by itself. Every, our, every, every part of it. The lo-fi. Yeah. Yeah. Just I don't, I don't get part. it. Like I liked it when it was in what we were, we were just talking about missing. No. Yeah. Like it's good in segments. I think because it kind of gives the the songs room to breathe like we like to talk about but as a song by itself I don't I don't understand <laughs> that's fine yeah and it like it sounds nice but I'm like why would I why would I listen to this cuz it's I'm just going to fall asleep <laughs> or I'm yeah <laughs> I like to listen to that kind of music like that instrumentality kind of like if I'm, if I'm like driving in the evening and it's kind of, you know, sun is setting. Why would you do almost that? Almost like a. How do you not fall asleep? Like the oh, sun is going down and then you just got like just real soft stuff playing. Yeah. I don't fall asleep. I, I don't. It's. That's. I don't know. I just doesn't. That's a, it, 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 it chill. It chills me out, but it doesn't like make me sleepy. Gotcha. Okay. All right, so if you had to score it. <laughs> uh, it's uh, like seven and a half. I, I enjoyed it. It okay. I, I feel like I missed a lot of the references because I don't, I'm not into the anime manga stuff all that much. And it you could definitely tell there was a lot of influences there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I missed some stuff, which is a little sad because I wanted, like I, I, I really enjoyed the album, so I wanted to know more or I wanted I wanted to know more of the story and I feel like I missed some of that. Like I was I was all like Hedgehog's Dilemma, nice, it's gonna be about Sonic and then it it wasn't about Sonic, I don't think. <laughs> Unless they did like some deep like deep stuff and I'm like and I just didn't get it, but Yeah. Um yeah, that's kinda like uh well when we did the um 
um, that it, it was a couple, I think it was a couple episodes ago. Uh, I am having, I'm blanking on it, but it's, it was about, remember that, that the whole album was about, uh, the manga berserk. Oh, who did that? It was like that? a blue, blue album. It's not shadow of it, not shadow of intent. It was, uh, well, anyway, I don't, but I don't the whole, yeah, the whole album was about the the manga Berserk. And yeah. yeah, like you said, I think there was some, like, unless, because that one's like 40, 50 books long so far, I yeah. think. And so it's like hard for a casual person to stumble upon them mm-hmm. to really know what they're talking about. Even, even though the music was was like awesome. And I think I gave it like a nine or something, nine and a half. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, sometimes that can be, there's a, there can be a disso- dissociation with the mm-hmm. lyrics, but um, I'm going to give this one um, an eight and a half. Nice. Because uh, it's great music. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. Because it's good music. Check. I really enjoyed it. Great yeah. music. <laughs> did the uh did you happen to see if the ep title scrolled didn't fit on your phone screen at all or does it not does it not show the ep title if you play it I it definitely know. doesn't fit in the little section it's like the fate of destruction is okay i think is all that shows up on my phone gotcha yeah it's okay we like to make a joke about about that occasionally yeah that we met that we missed that Okay, and then one thing that kind of bugs me, and it's nothing against the band, but why are there no capitals in the title? It's like capital T. Say that it's capital (laughs) T, and then all lowercase. And see, I I kind of like that. Not gonna lie, visually, I like that. I don't know why it bugs me, but it bugs me. Yeah, I I do notice that each time I I pull it on, um, it, it didn't it didn't bug me, didn't bother me. That's fine. It <laughs> like I'm staring, like if you just throw a period at the end of that, bam. Okay, now it's a sentence. Fine, keep it. But <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, because like on the album artwork, it's all it's all capital letters, and that's that looks good. But I don't know, just yeah, the way it's showing up on Spotify is. Just, it bugs me every time I see it because like the, and then it's just like lowercase fate. And you're just like, is the fate not that important <laughs> or what? Maybe they're putting fate and rebirth and joy and destruction all in the same playing field. They're not making anything more important than anything else. Okay. What's interesting with that final answer. Yeah. What's what's interesting if you look at so it's the fate of destruction. Destruction is the first song. Is the joy of rebirth, and rebirth is the last song. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like we could we could probably spend a whole another half hour just talking about the title of <laughs> yeah. Like what what does that mean? So yeah, so it's still stands seven and a half. Okay, yeah, eight and a half. For it me. was it was good. I enjoyed it. I'll uh, they have other. I'll, I'll probably check out their other stuff. I didn't do any of that this week. Yeah, I didn't, I, honestly, I didn't even look if they had other stuff. Oh. So, um, but yeah, me too. Um, all right, so let's go on to uh, Infected Rain. What did you their, think? Their new 
album. Oh, sorry. Did I say that? Ectasis, probably? Yeah, Ectasis. Ectasis, okay. Um, I really liked it. Um, This is a new band for me. Um, They definitely have their own sound, though it... Though it did remind me at times of other uh, artists that I'm kind of familiar of, like, especially with the vocals, Um, like at times, like, you know, like when not not just because, you know, it's a female vocalist, but um, that 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 doesn't really have anything to do with it. But yeah, um, like the way that uh, Tatiana from Ginger has those like interesting like harmonies um, that she sings or she layers her voice. It's not and it's and it's. I don't know what kind of interval that is between their notes that she's singing, but it, it's not like, it's not the, it's not like the type of harmony that you would hear like on a pop song, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's like, it's just, I don't know how to put it into words exactly, but it's just like an interesting, unusual harmony that, that, that they both use. And then some of the, um, some of the screaming bits kind of reminded me of, um, in this moment, Maria at times where it's kind of like reverby, like, especially like mm-hmm. at the, their, I think it was their first album. I don't remember the name of it, but the, the one with the gun show on it, um, that song. Yeah. Um, there were times where certain sections in this album, the screaming kind of reminded me of the way that she screamed, screamed on, on that album. Um, so that kind of, you know, I've made it a little familiar to me, kind of made it easier to get into. Yeah. Um, to keep on the, the, the uh, vocals there, there was an interesting, there's like interesting rhythms for the screams during like verses. And I don't exactly know how to put those, put that into words either. It just (laughs) It just felt unusual, not bad, just unusual for how she was delivering her words. Like, you know, like when um, I I forget what nationality system of a down is, but like they incorporated their rhythms from like folk rhythms from like the uh, country that they came from. Yeah. Yeah. so like that, like like that gallopy rhythm. So like, if you go to everlasting, everlasting lethargy, and you go to fifty-seven seconds, there was like it's almost like gallopy too. Almost like a Armenia. It was it was bugging me. Surge, yeah. Is is what was it? Armenia. Armenia. Yeah. Um, Sorry. I was, I was like, I know it. It's on the tip of my tongue. Why can't I think yeah. of it? <laughs> yeah. I think that was kind of in the back of my mind too. <clears throat> but if you go to 57 seconds in everlasting lethargy, uh, it almost sounds like, like it could be part of uh, the who, like the H, the H U Mongolian band. It's on, mm-hmm. it, it almost kind of, so I'm wondering if there's some kind of like, I don't, I don't, I didn't do a deep dive in, in their, in the band's roots or anything like that, but it almost sounded like there was some kind of influence like that going on occasionally. It's funny you bring that up. They're from 
Moldova, I think is the pronunciation, which is on the border of, I think it's Russia and the Ukraine or something like that. Okay. Somewhere in there. So that might be part of what you're hearing. I might have nailed it. Yeah. I wonder if country. I don't know if they have like a Wikipedia or anything. Oh, it's on the border of the. It's on the border of Ukraine, uh, Romania, and it looks like Hungary. No, just Ukraine and Romania, and I mean it's near Hungary and Slovakia and Serbia and all that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that might there might be something going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, uh, uh, without going into, uh, you know, deep dives of each song just yet overall, I, I did really enjoy this, you know, this new sound for me. And, uh, this was like, this was one of your anticipated albums that was coming out this for one. a while. Right. Cause you've been yeah, talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was excited for this one and for, I honestly forgot about it for a second and then it came out and I was like, oh, that's right. That was coming out this year. I was really excited for it. Uh, I was also really worried that you weren't going to like it. Oh, really? Yeah, because it is, it's, it's strange. It's not quite, it's not quite ginger because it's not groovy. Um, Yeah, it's not as techy, like techy as they are. Yeah. Like. You know, the ginger was more on the technical side, I would say. Yeah. So it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like groovy. And it, it reminded me a lot of uh, like Butcher Babies and um, like Once Human and a lot of those. And I don't know how familiar you are with Napalm Records, which is who they're under. Zero. Zero. Okay. Uh, but Napalm Records kind of has this thing for kind of recruiting a lot a lot of the same like sounding talent so for example have you heard of uh what is it like devil driver or gingers under there um i think devil driver's in there i'm looking at a list right now just i know the band name yeah i know that band name from you yeah uh but i don't listen to him okay but then like Nile and Otep and okay. uh, Ailstorm. So it's a lot of these, uh, I mean, Otep isn't, but there's uh, a lot of, I would say, I'm pretty sure European bands that have the, they tie in to a little bit of their heritage type stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I, I can I can see why you you would think that I didn't like mm-hmm. it, and you 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 pretty much nailed it on the head because all those other bands that you that you listed off, like I never click on anything yeah. by them because I because I know kind of that 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 that's what they sound like, you know, and it's just you that's just the type of sound that I normally don't go for. Yeah. Um. It, but but this one, yeah, I did I did um. I did like this one, so I think That's we, uh, I think we, That's we good. got the right one. 
That's good. out of that, out of all those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting though. On Napalm <laughs> Record is Hoopastank. And I, yeah. <laughs> That's, that can't be. That's got to be a different Hoopastank. I don't know. Probably not, but it, it can't be. It can't be. How is that? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I I scrolled through and I saw that and I was like, I never listened to these guys, but they don't belong here. You don't listen to who? You've never listened to Hoobastank before? I've maybe heard one or two songs. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure you've. Yeah. Um, I I like Hoobastank. Yeah. I have a couple of their CDs, but it doesn't sound right to be on Napalm. To, to be on. Yeah. That's kind of the outlier. Yeah. It was. Absolutely. It was funny. I was just scrolling through and I was like, what are they doing on here? <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah that's a shock to me too yeah uh yeah so like i said before uh ec- ecstasis uh is the process of shedding old skin and it kind of over if you listen to the lyrics it's kind of the overarching theme is growth uh whether it be through trial or um just transforming and at just kind of becoming better, which I could dig. Uh, where some of like the uh, was the I had a brain fart, and what the song was about, or what the that one was about, was kind of just growing. And I think they did a really good job at covering all that. And I really like, uh, so the lead singer, her name is Lana Scissorhands. Which Lena, Lena, yeah, Lena. Sorry, yeah, Lena says her hands. Oh, okay. So her full name is Alina Keta Ketaraga. Yeah, but her stage name. Yeah, her. Yeah, hands. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Which I I can dig, but the I I she has an amazing ability to go from this really gritty, uh, real dirt like gritty, dirty just vocals to bouncing into breathtaking clean vocals. It's just super mm-hmm. beautiful. Just, uh, I just huge soaring. Yeah. Just clean, crisp. And, and it's just crisp. It's, it's like crystal clear, like glacier water is how, <laughs> is how mm. clear her like clean vocals are. I think. Yeah. Very articulate. Yeah. Yeah. So this one, um, did it like live up to your expectations? Did they change their sound at all? Cause this is new for me. So I don't have the other four albums to compare it to. Um, you know, did it like, um, did, did it live up to what you were expecting or did you have no expectations? see here uh so i haven't i've listened to them in the past i haven't wasn't like a hardcore fan but i was excited for it because Mm. it's it's something that you go to every now what i would go to every now and then and every time it would pop up on my playlist i'd be like who is this and i'm like oh yeah man i love this and so then i'd once i would it's one of those bands where not you wouldn't forget about them but when they when they showed back up on your playlist, that's all you listen to for like that day. 
Yeah. Does that make sense? One of, yeah, the, I think one we, of those bands. I think we said the same thing about uh, like Moss to Flames. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. We both really like this band, but they don't pop up that often. But then when you pop them on, you're like, oh yeah. And then that's all you, yeah. So that's kind of how uh, I listen to this band. It, I mean, it goes, that's the same thing with like Butcher Babies and Ginger and a bunch of other bands that kind of have the same sound. It's I, I enjoy the sound, but it's not uh, sustaining, I guess, for me. Like it's not mm-hmm. one that I'll, I'll, I'll listen to all the time because it's a very distinct sound. Uh, but no, I think it. Yeah, for some reason I thought it was like one of your like top albums that you were looking forward to or like you were a big fan and, you know, that that was my impression uh, uh, maybe while listening to it. Maybe so. it was just I, I, I think I heard Postmortem the, or their first single, I think it was Postmortem. I was like, oh, this whole, if, if this album carries on the same way that this album if this album carries on the same this same way this song is, it's going to be a killer album, mm-hmm. and I was not disappointed. Yeah, uh, it's a long it's a long one too. Uh, almost every almost I think I think it by itself is like it's like almost an hour. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and each each song is basically five minutes long. Yeah, and I think four, is it fourteen? I think the 12. average the average is about four and a half minutes. There's a couple three minute songs in there. Yeah, they give you a little bit of a breather. Um, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. A little bit. Have you now? Have you seen them live? Because I feel like with this style of music, they would have you know like it seems like they would have like elaborate set pieces like like Motionless and White would have. I don't or no. like they would no. And they were they were just on tour in the so I think. If I read it right, they came to the U.S. for the first time last year, and they went on tour with Butcher Baby and Stitch Up Heart. And I'm sad. I should have bought tickets and went because that would have been a killer show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like all three of those bands. So, yeah, all these all these electronic sounds that they incorporate mm-hmm. um, in, into it, I, I think would it would be really cool to hear, to hear live. I think this would be a, a great live band. Yeah. I, I agree with you. F- fun to just experience just sit. Yeah. Experience, you know, sit there and listen and just kind of take it all in. Yeah. Yeah. 100. It's I I could see that. Oh, I should have bought tickets. I, that was one thing I was th- <laughs> like, when I was listening to this, this album, I was like, should have bought tickets. Yeah. Should have bought tickets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you have any favorite songs or? I did. What, um, what were they? The ones that I have liked on El Spotify is I had four. Um, I really liked Goodbye. Everlasting Lethargy, <clears throat> These Walls, and Showers. So kind of in the middle nice. of the album. Um, didn't really, you know, 
hate any of them. Uh, those are the ones that kind of just stuck out to me. Yeah. Like goodbye. Um, I really like that opening riff that it starts off with. Um, eventually. Yeah. It's like five seconds <laughs> before you hear anything. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. Yeah. So it around like 30 seconds. So it's kind of ethereal and then do, 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 like that mm-hmm. Paul muted. Um, and then the, I like the really uplifting part at 435. It's like, it's got some like sweet picking and like some like uh string, not like real orchestra s- strings, but like keyboard in the back, in the background, kind of like happy sounding. So it seems like the happiest sounding part of the album. Yeah. Like 450, it like really, like you got that sweep and then, even when they carry it out into like that, that just that slower riff that they have going on, it's just the, what is it? The articulation or the tonation of the guitar is happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, everlasting lethargy, that opening riff too. I got to click on it. Hmm. I just remember turning that on for the first time and I was like, "Mm, mm, 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 mm." you know, just like bobbing my head because it really grabbed my attention. And Um, the way that she does her vocals at that part is really interesting too. It's like that lazy singing type stuff, but it's louder. I don't, I don't know how else to, to put it. It's a little, a little seductive almost. I, yeah, it was, yeah, almost like kind of. And then she just yells at desperate, you. like she's yeah. in pain or something. And then, yeah. and like when she starts screaming, like they kind of do the rhythm again, but then they like pitch, pitch bend, bend down, bend down the, yeah. the like the power chord. Yeah. And that's cool. And then she goes and so she does a couple of different vocal styles within the first like minute of the song because mm-hmm. right after that it's almost just like rap like this like rappy kind of thing yeah uh, right after that real fast yeah um so that one i, I just like the way that all that kind of flowed together and then that uh and then the gallopy rhythm after that was what i mentioned earlier at 57 seconds so that one kind of just had a bunch of different vocal styles that that grabbed me. Um, oh wait a minute, what? No, I didn't. I didn't. Sorry, I didn't. Uh, these walls. I had notes on that song, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't highlight that as a favorite. Oh. So that's my but uh, that one, three forty eight. It felt funny to me. Time wise at three forty eight, yeah. Fast forwarding or three forty six. Sorry, it's like when it starts. Oh yeah, it's like a record skip. Yeah, it felt like rushed or something. I was like, hmm, that feels kind of weird. I like it. <laughs> it's it's jarring. It definitely like puts you in your seat a little bit. 
Like <laughs> it kind of makes you double take. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. Did my digital Spotify just skip? That's okay. Yeah. I remember listening to it in the car and every now and then, uh, uh, I had to drive my sister's car this week and every now and then her like Bluetooth connection would do something funny <laughs> and it would like kind of skip a song every like, and so I thought, I thought that was part of, I thought that was part of that. <laughs> like, why does this keep happening in the same spot every yeah. single time? But no, that's, I like that. Now that I know that's not a, a technical thing. And then uh, showers, I like the uh, that electronic intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. And the, and this one kind of had that like gallopy sound too when it goes into the verse at uh, like fifty six, like the rhythm, the rhythm guitar, real cool, like rhythm guitar and then some like kind of that like background lazy singing that I like mm-hmm. whispery cool I cool uh cool sound so yeah those are those are my uh three favorites now I thought I had four but I had three so what the, this the skipping is not gonna make it a favorite for you um I'm trying to no, pressure you <laughs> no, I didn't. That didn't not make it a favorite. That's just uh, that was just I had I had a note for that for yeah. that spot. Although I do like. Oh wait a minute. Hold up. The uh, the part at two twenty six of of uh, these walls. Or. Well, that 226 there, but then like the, uh, the, uh, rhythm, like in the verse around like a minute, like, like those harmonics. Um, that's, I, I do like that because it's like not just like straight up chugging all the time, you know, it just kind of, uh, changes up the, uh, it's like fancy chugging. format. Yeah. <laughs> Get some fancy chugs. I was just like. It's not like chugging and then open notes. It's a little different. Yeah. A little different flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, what did I have? I have one, two, three, four, five. Five favorites or so, give or take. Uh, I really enjoyed 910. And I know I was just like, kind of shitting on (laughs) lo-fi yeah i was just saying i'm like isn't that like a slow instrumental or not instrumental but like yeah but it's interlude kind of but it's not lo-fi no it's not so if 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 instrumentality took out the lo-fi sound but had this kind of do you not like that like filtered like Maybe that's what it is. Snare, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Because I really dig, I really dig this. And it might be because I listened to uh, 
ice peak and that kind of it has that like eerie like techno-ish vibe to it which I can dig but then at what is it like somewhere around at 245 244 she starts like screaming and you know me I'm a sucker for like stripped down like instrumentals with just like people screaming Mm-hmm. I like yeah, that. I was actually listening to that part right when you said that. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then she comes yeah, back with like crystal, that like crystal clear glacial ice water vocals. <laughs> and. Ah, it's so nice. I love it. Yeah. So I, I liked it. I liked how eerie it was. It was very, it's just. It's kind of creepy and I like it. <laughs> yeah, I can almost picture this. Like that melody when she comes back and sings. Um, three oh seven. Yeah, I'm I'm picturing that as like the almost like a it almost reminds me it makes me think of like Kingdom Hearts or something. Um, soundtrack like. Like a oh, like credit, the, like a credit roll or or like in the memory, yeah. Like he does like the flashbacks. Re- yeah, they're like flashing back to something, and there's yeah. kind of a montage happening. And Sora's on the beach. Yeah, I could hear that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could get that. Um, longing. I enjoyed. Uh. I really enjoyed the, there's a lyrical line where she says, bending doesn't mean breaking. It means opening your chest and breathing. I think a lot of people need to hear that. Like, yeah, about just like, you just need to sometimes like, things are going to happen. It's not going to break you. Just take a breath. Just take a deep breath and you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Or Not fine, but you'll be okay. Yeah, it's nice to hear people just reiterate that sometimes. Yeah. And then there's a... a sp- oh, I thought I put speedy synth. Uh, it's I meant to put <laughs> spacey synth. Like, through the whole thing. It's very just spacey. Not ethereal. <laughs> like, spaceship noises, you know? In longing. In, yeah, in, like, the beginning and kind of trickled out through. I didn't put any time markers, but I know it's in the beginning. Yeah, it's just kind of layered in there. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. And then like 140, she has like this part where that, that she sings and just kind of like the chorus and I think that's where like the majority of if you listen they get like that real spacey stuff and the going on in the background and then she goes right back into screaming love it uh and then I like both post-mortem this is part one and part two 
Yeah. I like it. It's just, it's visually nice to just see like post one and part one and then not have post one and part two, like in the middle, but like at the end, just mm-hmm. a nice postmortem sandwich. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice meaty. Yeah. Music sandwich. Yep. But I like how the, I like how the second one just pulls parts from the first, but it's not the same. Like she, she repeats the, um, this, I think it's like this world is not for, need to find it. The lyrics are escaping. So do you, you kind of like a, like a story being told between multiple songs? Yeah. It seems like you like that with, um. Is it puppets for like motionless and white like that kind of oh, thing? Oh yeah, like it's storyline. So story yeah, yeah, because it's puppets one, two, and three. So just yeah, if you can if you can sell me a story, I'm down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Um, and then November, I enjoyed it. The beginning sounds like a like the soundtrack to the '80s. Oh yeah, it's it just, does. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I imagine the '80s sounded like. Ne- yeah, like neon lights, arcade. Yeah. That's just those weird uh, workout jumpsuit outfits, jazzercising. Those, yeah, those like yeah. leotard. Uh, the aerobic the workout. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with the sweatbands and the high pulled up socks. Yeah, they're not afraid to start their lyrics like a minute and a half into a no, song. No, not at all. I like that. It's brave. Yeah. Brave. Like, we're going to give you just a minute of instrumentals. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. Yeah. So, was that, uh, was that all of them? Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed pretty much all of it. And then I like Realm of Chaos. It has Heidi Shepard from Butcher Babies in it. That's just it's a fun song. Yeah, I had a feeling that that's may have... I, I don't know the name. I, I'm not familiar re- really with that band either. But since I saw that they were on tour with them, I was like, I have a good feeling that this she's probably... One of them is yeah in this song. Yep. Yeah, it's... I I thir- I enjoyed. I think the f- the day this album came out, I listened to it probably t- two, maybe three times. Jeez, yeah, that's like, three, like three, hours. three hours worth of listening. Yeah, I yeah, I would I, would, I would say at least two, maybe two and a half. I don't I don't know if I finished it the the third time through, but I I enjoyed this a lot. It was hard to pick favorites because I I enjoyed them all. Yeah. But yeah, it was, I think, well-crafted. Makes me want to go back and listen to some of their other stuff again. Uh, yeah, I remember you would, you would send me like um, a song here and there. Um, and that's, that's really my only exposure that I've had to that. Yeah, 
Uh, I, I think my favorite song before this album came out was Orphan Soul off of their 86 album. And it's another like, it's another five. They, they have this history of writing like five minute long songs because <laughs> that's just. And they're not afraid for like a slow intro either. Because the song's the same thing, like lyrics don't come in until about a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, in their bio, it says uh, w- about this album. While the, wor- the while the whole world was in a deep depression, ecstasy was slowly but surely maturing. Mm-hmm. The time in isolation, away from all our plans and goals, away from loved ones and in the stage brought out something so new and different in us. A raw chapter starts with this album, a chapter of raw emotions and complete commitment. Yeah. So, you know, as much as COVID sucks, sometimes, you know, taking ec- taking that extra time to put extra, you know, effort and detail and really make, sh- make everything perfect can, you know, can have good consequences good consequences or good outcomes, you know? Yeah. If I'm assuming that's what they're talking about. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Saying they, they had more time to sit down and write. Cause I don't know how these bands do it, man. Like they, like it, like writing whole albums and then like touring and it's like, it's like they go on a tour for, I don't know how long. And then three months you know, or so. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you got to find the time to write the music and meet up with each other and record it. And man, it's a lot of work. That's what, that's what they get paid for. I know. I'm just yeah, saying that's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> that's, it is. It, it definitely is. I mean, which is why, I mean, it's understandable why it's hard, you know, for music to come out so often because of just, I think like the average person might just not understand how, how much work goes into it, you know? Yeah. Unless you're like dance Gavin dancer. Yeah. I don't know how those guys <laughs> do it. I, that's, I, I know, I know you don't really listen to them. I don't, uh, not that all that all. I just know that they release a lot of music all the time. Oh my God. It's, it's unreal. I, uh, I don't know how they, that's a band. I don't understand how they do that yeah. because it's like, they'll have like a live album uh, not like live at a concert, but like they'll do like a in-studio live thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll have like a, like a regular studio album. And then Will Swan, who's the guitarist, also owns his own record label and he's in side projects. I'm like, how would, there's not like 38 hours in the day for you all to do this, sir. I don't know how this, I don't know how, how he does it, but. I want to know how um, they experience yeah. enough of life to keep drawing inspiration from. Cause like it's, usually you're you're drawing off of stuff that happens. And if you're writing, it's almost like you're just journaling every single day. And then you just take like this. I'm not trying to like Uh, water down what people do, but when you're releasing that much music that quickly, it's almost like you're taking a journal every day and then taking like the smallest inconvenience and like blowing. (laughs) Well, if you looked up their lyrics, I don't think you'd be saying that because of how strange they are. It's not like, you know, it's not like uh, infected rain type of lyrics. They're just sometimes they're real random, crazy, okay. kind of like 
this makes no sense kind of lyrics. So it's, I don't think that they're, uh, but the, but it has the right syllables. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, all right, I need this many words in this amount of space with this rhythm. What kind of words can I use to put together? It's kind of like fallout boy, you know, like they kind of use weird lyrics and stuff. But, uh, one other line I really like from, from, uh, infected rains bio, it says, um, They've been turning heads in the metal world this fall with the next chapter of their metamorphosis. Yeah. I really like that. That line. Yeah. Like how their profile picture is all spider webby to fit the album art. Mm-hmm. I dig it. How, so I'm pretty much out of stuff to say. Yeah. What good. did... What what was the number you had in mind for this? This one is an eight for me. Nice. I'm like, I was, I'm not joking. I was kind of sweating bullets on whether or not I was like, <laughs> man, he's going to have like a bad week. Cause he's not going to like this band because it's just, it's not in the, the, the genre that he normally listens to. And it's just, I was, I was really afraid that you weren't going to like it, but I'm, I'm happy to hear that you like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's only fair that we, do we kind of push the boundaries of what yeah. each other likes because if we if we only did what we normally listen to we probably wouldn't get anywhere because yeah. we there's you know there's a lot of crossover with us but there's also like opposite ends of the spectrum of of things that we like and i i i shove a lot of like math core and stuff down your throat <laughs> you know and i'm like i know matt never clicks on this kind of stuff but <laughs> you know like yeah so like the chaotic stuff i really love and you know i yeah, I, 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 uh, I see why you thought I didn't, I wasn't going to like it, but I, I did end up liking it. That's um, awesome. You know, now so. I won't be afraid for like, uh, another album that I'm excited that comes out soon is once human and it's kind once of the human. same, same vibe ish. So okay. I'm not as nervous now. <laughs> uh, either way, I, I rated this, this was, a this was a nine. I listened to it a lot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I love the the grittiness, but then, like I said, she has the crystal clear vocals that can't go wrong with. So, yeah, and I kind of noticed that uh, you you mentioned grittiness. It 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 doesn't sound like overly produced either. Mm-mm. Like, um, seems really easy nowadays to want to like tune vocals at times, and there were a couple spots where. Not that she hit the wrong note, but like some like some like guy, maybe like a perfectionist guy might want to just like, I'm going to bump that note up like two cents to make it perfectly in tune. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I appreciate them just doing their thing. And I, I like the uh, somewhat like rawness of just the, of the, all of all the instruments, you know? Yeah. Um, cause I, I can tell that these are not to me, to my ears, it, it doesn't sound like they did a lot of like drum replacing or, you know, time, uh, adjusting to make, you know, all the guitars sound perfectly like they're perfectly in rhythm. Like nobody mm-hmm. plays like that. Um, <laughs> you know, all those, like all these like perfectly perfect sounding records, like yeah no uh you, people the people don't sound like that when they when they when they play it uh or when they record it so i i i 
I, I appreciate uh, their uh, choice to do it that way. Mm-hmm. It makes it so you know what you're walking into when at like a live concert. Because I could, I could imagine them being just like Ginger, where everything you hear on the album is exactly what you hear on the in, at the show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, Ginger can't really. Ginger can't really fake anything. I don't think. No. It's. Uh, I still. I. The. I. I think I get that album. Uh, Wallflowers. Um. I think I, I think I remember giving it, it was like a nine or nine and a half. And I still yeah. turn that one on regularly. Yeah. So. Salt stuff. Did I say my score? Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and you, what was, and you had a nine. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. All right. So I think that wraps up this episode of black of the black cast and we'll see you guys next week on the next episode. See ya.